Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. Hey, welcome to Thursday night edition of the Rowdy Maglite Show, guys. And we're back from Five Flags Speedway in the Snowball Derby, the NASCAR banquet, and we're ready to kind of tell you what happened and bring on some guests. But first, we got Chi-Town Mark. And I got Kyle Magnum all the way over there on PA. Welcome, guys. Oh. Rowdy, it's 31 degrees here. There you go, Rowdy. We're we're on. Uh, you had us you had us muted out there for us. Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. Rowdy. Uh, it's been a wild and woolly uh, 12 days or so for both of us, and Kyle also. So uh, Kyle helped uh, in the studio. I wish he could have been with us, but that's the way it goes. We're going to get him there next year. He, he needs a few days down in the Florida swim this time of year, Kyle. So, uh, but hey, Stamp Man, what do you got for us, buddy? Well, uh Got the Super Dirt Car Series schedule out now. That's pretty important. Mm. Um, yeah, I got a lot, a lot of schedules starting to come out now. Um, that, that's, that's kind of been my highlight. Uh, Williams Grove, Port Royal, Sealand Grove, all the PA Posse tracks finally coming out. So that's kind of what my focus has been on. And uh, trying to set up the schedule and see how things fall. And, uh, yeah, uh, next year, you know, <laughs> USAC Silver Crown going back to Port Royal with the uh, USAC Sprint Cars, so that'll be a fantastic show. Um, and Eastern Storm returns next year as well. And also PA Speed Week, I think I mentioned Monday night as well. Um, that schedule's out right. as well. So just a lot of schedules, a lot of anticipation, uh, looking forward to next year and um, hoping to get back to these dirt tracks, hopefully by March. Uh, March 6th is the uh, opener at Port Royal. So that's, that's, that's what I'm setting on right now. Well, well we can tell by the excitement in his voice, Rowdy. Uh, Kyle's yeah. ready. I know. Kyle, we talked a few minutes before the show. Uh, man, a lot of big news this week. What about Kyle uh, Petty Enterprises? Yeah, uh, GMS Racing bought a majority interest in Richard Petty Motorsports, and the team is now rebranded to G, uh, Petty GMS Motorsports. And uh, I'm going to field two cars next year. Uh, Ty Dillon's going to be in the now number 42. And Eric Jones will be in the 43, who just ran a snowball derby last week. So, uh, yeah, they're going to try and we'll see how they do. And, uh, you know, Eric Jones, I know he had a few good runs this year. And I know he's been, you know, knocked on the door of the top five. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's definitely possible. And um, that's some pretty big news. You know, um, most of the GMS stuff and trucks, you know, now we have Grand Finger and um, – I'm not sure who else. Uh, Jack Wood, I think, is running next year too. So, uh, yeah, and, you know, and they still have the ARCA program with Daniel Dyes. So they still have, they have a lot on their plate for uh, 2022 for sure. Well, Rowdy, uh, talk about drivers and short tracks and all this good stuff. Kyle, one of the guys you've been always keeping an eye on. We talk about uh, uh, looking for a Cup ride for next season. Open some eyes, including mine, at the Snowball Derby. Uh, Ryan Priest. Boy, he gave his car uh, a 
something that wasn't his fault caused him the problems, but wow. He had a rocket ship and he uh he was the captain of it, making it go. I tell you, uh there's a lot of fast cars there uh this mm-hmm. past weekend. Uh they were all fast I mean, cars. Got- there wasn't a piece of junk there, Rowdy, when I, I think qualifying from thirtieth to fifty first where the cutoff line was thirtieth was, was under a half a second. Point five of a second, man, that's un- unbelievable. Well, he had fifty one supers showed up, wasn't that the final count? Fifty one super late it, model showed up. It was and uh I think one of my on favorite the- days. I think there was it 52 is. on the prolate model side, Rowdy. So, yeah, we had 114 or so cars there. And that Friday night qualifying is one of my favorite times to be at the racetrack. They're all lined up. Uh, you can just, the air is cooling down, and you're hoping it gets to that perfect, perfect medium for Pensacola where the dude doesn't start setting up on the racetrack and making it slick. But it's cool enough for those tires to get all the grip they need and those engines to suck up that nice, cool air and uh, get them down straightaways. And uh, that's pretty much what we saw because uh, qualifying gets tighter and tighter every single year, Rowdy. And, and Kyle, you're not going to believe it when you get there, what it's like. I believe it. I believe qualifying is that close. It's It's a, it's, an awesome night. Now, I tell you, it's pretty special, isn't it, Mark? Uh, when, well, Rowdy, the, when it all starts. The bottom, it is. The bottom line is, is we see guys who we witnessed and watched live with big, big money-winning races in Michigan and Wisconsin and Tennessee and, and wherever we have to show up and watch a, a big asphalt eight-mile race. And... Uh, uh, this is the biggest uh, bar none. I mean, it's the cream to cream. No points, no nothing. It's uh, uh, guts. We're going for the big money and the win. And uh, uh, Chandler Smith pulled it off this year. On, well, Kyle, what, what kind of circumstances would you call it, buddy? I know Derek Thorne wasn't too happy um, from what I heard. But um, I know Derek Thorne led most of the race and just, you know, lost it there at the end. Um, I know he's probably frustrated um, with that move. But, uh, you know, it's late in the going, and, you know, you're, you're, it, something is expected like that to happen. So not surprised. But, um, yeah, Chandler Smith wins the race and uh, caps off mm-hmm. a pretty good 2021 season for him. You know, uh, three or two truck wins. I think it was two. I forget. Um, no, he won Bristol and Phoenix. So, uh, yeah, good year for Chandler Smith, you know, good good way to end the season, and, you know, especially when you end up in victory lane like he did at the Snowball Derby. Derek Thorne's the consummate professional. Uh, his, he got it out of the system. He got it out of the system quickly in the interviews he did early in the uh, post-race process. And after that, uh, I looked, didn't see him for about five minutes, couldn't have been any longer. All of a sudden, he's back in the area, on the car, under it, because uh, they're pulling all the engines. And, Rowdy, I hope we get a chance a little bit this evening to talk about uh, you and I have never seen Tech anywhere 
like we saw that night at uh, at Pensacola for the Derby. No, we didn't, guys. I'm telling you, he was legal because uh, they took it. I'm not saying they took their time, but they went they went through it with a fine tooth comb to find anything wrong with anybody. And then they went through that darn comb with another comb. Uh, well, we kind of figured it was going to change when they sent the uh, mm-hmm. fourth and fifth car on out of there. They sent them back to their tri- or back to their trailers. Yes, they did. So, and, uh, they were they were pumping. I think they had the three engines they wanted, Rowdy, from three different manufacturers for testing. Uh, and uh, the, the the test that needs to be performed on. Um, Chandler's engine is and went to them in pieces and bags because they had that thing down. The crank was out. There was nothing left. They checked every micro inch uh, they could out there. Ricky Brooks and his crew did. Considering what they did, four hours was amazing. Think about it. It was. Uh, mm. Well, when they finish a race, it's uh, it's a good race. That's when it, but, don't, but don't leave, Mark. Mark was the crowd it built down there, but they they just didn't have the safe power to get to stay to the very end. Well, well, Roddy, yeah, we were over four hours, and and you and I had the comfort of Josie because we were able to pull right up on the other side of the fence, uh, separating everybody from uh, the tech area, and uh, and of course we didn't have access to the tech area being media members. So which we did not take advantage of in any way or form. We got some video, got some things in there, and we got the heck out. Uh, it, it's just amazing uh, the control and what they go through. You're pulling three engines. You're disassembling basically three race cars. Um, it looks like they're at the shop ready to put together to take to the Derby, not afterwards. So, oof. amazing, amazing stuff, Kyle. And nobody would have enjoyed it any more than Kyle. And uh, meeting your good buddy there, uh, that was, you know, that was the cream on the crib. We had an awful lot of fun talking with Aaron. So uh, we, we got to get Aaron on the show, and we're going to make you do that and set it up, Kyle. And we're going to talk about the Fall Cup and what they're going to go be on this year. Yeah, their schedule just came out, and um, I'll have to look mm-hmm. it up. But, uh, yeah, it's good um, for Aaron. You know, it's a good series, the Super Super Cup Stock Car Series. You know, the old Hooters Pro Cup cars, and it's fairly competitive. So, uh, you know, I've seen good races out of them. So, uh, yeah, the so competition is always good in that series. Uh, they have a building uh, car count, too, and uh, that that means a lot. It, it, but it is. That's designated car. You uh, really have basically nowhere else to run it but that series. So, uh, there are pros and cons to that, of course, but uh, if that's why you're planning to race, you know what? That's a great series for you because you do get to travel a little bit, get different race tracks, and I'm sure it's a little bit more affordable after talking with Aaron the other night than it is for a super late mile or even a pro late mile at that point. Uh, they're bigger, they're heavier cars, they're older cars. Uh, there's lots of them around, so. Uh, uh, the, the, the racing is pretty good. You're right, Kyle. And, you know, Rowdy, uh, maybe we'll be able to partake in a Pro Cup race somewhere down the line as we're heading to or fro uh, another race. Because uh, I would really love to be able to check that out and visit with Aaron and uh, 
his home turf. Well, guys, uh, talking about seeing more racing, I didn't know if y'all noticed last week where Flo Sports announced they're going to be covering pretty much everything NASCAR's got. From Pinto, uh, the Pinto League all the way up to uh, to uh, ARCA. Dirt, I, I believe that includes their Euro Series also, Rowdy. So we'll have the Canadian it Series, is. the Euro Series, the dirt that they do, uh, the, the, the tracks around the country that are NASCAR sanctioned. Um, I think it may be a very interesting package over the next few years for us to check out. Uh, what do you think, Kyle? Yeah, a lot of lot of interesting things we can do. I'm trying to look up the Super Cup Stock Car Series schedule. Um, oh, thank um, you. We're still on the uh, air. Um, it's, it's funny yeah, 18 because... races, nine wow. events, seven venues, and four states. Let's see. Um, I'll, I'll be in Pennsylvania. We know that. Probably Jennerstown, I'm suspecting. Yeah, Jennerstown is definitely yeah. on it. Let's see here. Let's see, uh, let's see what Mr. Creed wrote. Uh, uh, Going to open a year at uh, Dominion Raceway in Spotsylvania, Virginia, then Midvale in, in May. Okay. Shenandoah nice. Speedway in Virginia, June 4th, June 18th. Keystone Twins at UMI Motorsports Park. If you don't know, it used to be called CMB Raceway Park. K&N Series ran there in 2012. That's in Clearfield, PA. Uh, July 9th, Jennerstown Speedway. August 20th, Motor Mile Speedway at Radford, Virginia. September 10th, Jennerstown Speedway again. The 1st of October, Dominion Raceway once again. And to end the season, Hickory Motor Speedway in Hickory, North Carolina. And guess what? I've never been there. So uh, that would be a nice way to, you know, break into the break into the historic Hickory Motor Speedway. The, the past tour ran a super late model 300 lap for there oh, three or four years ago, and I made it to Hickory for the very first time. And like a lot of our road trips, guys, it was one of those. But this one was really a crazy trip. Uh, we left Friday night, drove all night, got a few hours sleep, watched three Saturday afternoon, hopped back in the vehicle and headed back to Chicago. That was a little muddy. But now I can say I've been to Hickory Motor Speedway and the race itself was worth going to. It was that good. It was really a sh- And the history, uh, it is a great, neat facility. And, Kyle, yes, you do need to get there. It is a – I want to go to Hickory. I mean, I, I, I'm fasting, <laughs> but I've never been able to – Well, you know it's what? It's like the I've circled Toledo oh, as far as you can go all the way around it, but I have not been inside Toledo. But we know that we're going to watch the Arkham Menard Series Championship there next year. Well, I have a feeling all three of us may be there uh, to participate and view and enjoy. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll whoop on Charlie Crawl, our good buddy over at Ark, is the director of the PR over there, and uh, – Maybe he'll be nice to us that weekend and get us in, guys. Who knows? But that's somebody we need to get out in the near future and talk with. Uh, Charlie's uh, getting to be one of those guests like Adam Mackey. He's on all the time. He's got great information. He's well-spoken with it. So. 
boy, the list just gets bigger and bigger, Rowdy and Kyle, doesn't it? Hi, guys. Oh, I think we got like we got our first guest for the evening. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mark, Kyle, uh, guys, I'd like to introduce our first guest here tonight, and uh, this this guy, this gentleman here, he he uh, invested in racing and uh, pretty much was one of the uh, sponsors on Caden Honeycutt's car this weekend for the Snowball Derby. And, uh, we've got uh, Steve Tidmore here. Steve, welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show. So, hey, Rowdy, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be on with y'all. So your company is On Tire Tailgating Systems, and uh, you had a really nice uh, display up there that cool. kind of pretty much explained everything. But uh, explain to us uh, what what you've got for sale, and then we'll go on into to uh, Caden and his deal on the race. Okay. <clears throat> well, it's it's actually a just a device that mounts on the tire of your camper, truck, SUV, trailer, uh, pretty much anything that's got a tire, and it'll hold your TV, uh, griddle umbrella all of the accessories are interchangeable so you can take the tv off hang the griddle put the umbrella on everything all works together different accessories that that kind of frees up i mean when you're when you're out like tailgating you're kind of limited on i mean my personal experience you're limited on space so the parts are small enough that you can tote and assemble it there, and it really accomplishes a whole lot once you get it assembled on it, Steve. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we we always, you know, set a table up out in front of our camper under our awning and put the TV on it, and people were always in the way, you know, always had our food on the table, and it was just hard to, you know, people knocking the TV off. And uh, my son Josh and I, uh, was at the Coca-Cola 600 in 2018 and got the idea while we were sitting there and then got back home and started working on it, trying to figure it out. And we've worked on it for about two years, getting it simple, easy to install where it breaks down, easy, doesn't take up a lot of space, and actually saves you space under your owning. I see you got Chi-Town Mark now. Uh, Rowdy was so excited uh, when we spoke about him meeting you and your your table. Your your boy, it, it fits right into the cooking and camping and racing that Rowdy's the CCR thing. Rowdy's put together, and I got to get one because uh, Rowdy said, you know what, we're on limited space, and I have a small RV, so. Yeah, it'd be nice to have something small, compact, put away, and pull it out when you get to the track. Yeah, it's uh, the whole thing only weighs eight pounds. Um, wow! It all comes apart. No tools to take it apart. Um, all everything is adjustable. Different size tires. The same unit will fit a 14-inch camper tire, or all the way up to a 19.5 motor coach tire. Mm. Well, you've evidently done your homework on it, and uh, 
the, the fact that uh, your your circumstances with Caden and putting everything together, uh, it's a great story. Uh, this is a family-operated uh, business, so that makes it even more important to us, and it's made here in the USA. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to, to uh, I looked a little bit online. I, I, I've seen what you've got out there. Uh, great product, sir. And uh, Rowdy, Kyle, and I are going to have a lot of fun uh, talking up our, uh, when we have one and people ask us about it. Well, that that sounds great. There's a, there's a lot of trial and error, I can promise you that. We we threw a lot of, away a lot of aluminum or s- sold it for scrap. <laughs> Trial and error. Well, it, it sounds like my prior my prior business. I was a chef for many, many years, and it's the same thing with food, Steve. So I understand completely. A lot of trial and error out there, but what you that, came up a, with is really fantastic. Well, I appreciate it. it is It is family run. Um, we do a lot of the work in my sister's shop over in Alabama. Um, you know, local businesses here in Douglasville, where I live, Douglasville, Georgia, uh, have a fabricator that, that fabricates all the mounts and the brackets. So everything is made right here, good old USA. Well, Steve, we need to get you back on again the show. We are, we know this is a special night for you at home. Um, being a married man, I understand having that dinner night. That's kind of nice and special, so we're not going to keep you too much longer. I got to i got at least a half a dozen, if not a dozen more questions for you. We're going to have you okay. back, but I'm, I'm going to turn you over to Kyle. Let him have you for a couple of minutes. We're going to get you guys back to your dinner. Kyle, what do um, you have for Steve this evening? Oh, hey, Steve. It's Kyle. Uh, my first question is, uh, what got you involved in racing? Uh, I just love it. We My very first race was a uh, – actually the Coca-Cola 600 in 2000, and I met some friends. Uh, one of my buddies, we've been friends for 21 years. Just we met there at that race. And just the tailgating atmosphere and the, the fast cars, I just I just love going and hanging out and doing that. My second question is, do you think that Caden Honeycutt is one of the rising stars of the sport? I do. Uh, the first race that I saw Caden race was in Hickory, and um, his character amongst some circumstances in that race, some uh, his his character and the way he drove under those circumstances, I could see that uh, I believe Caden Caden's going to be a good wheel man. I'm excited about it. I, I tell you, you're exactly right. Uh, I've followed him now. What he said uh, 20, since 2018, uh, mm-hmm. met him down, at, and I tell you, he's the uh, he don't get he, he don't he does not give up. I mean, he gets dusted off and gets ready for the next race. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that impressed me, and uh, I told him amongst you know the situation we had there at Hickory that. Him, uh, the way he dealt with that situation, and I, I was proud to be uh, associated with him because of him and his family and their character. Uh, I was really proud to be associated with him. Uh, Steve, 
before you get off, uh, tell everybody where we can, where you can find your products and be able to purchase what you got for sale. Keep up with it. Okay, our website is ontiretailgatesystem.com. Facebook, on tire tailgate system. Uh, if you go online now, we have a promo code. Of, it's Caden for Caden Honeycut. You put type Caden in the promo code and you get thirty percent off. That's a pretty good deal right there. Now, mm-hmm. just type in Caden. And it's right. an affordable. It's affordable as it is without that great percentage off. So, way to go, Steve. Um, uh, thank. You. We're looking forward to, uh, like I said, we're going to get our versions of your uh, your apparatus, we'll call it that. And uh, let's see, between Rowdy, Kyle, and I, we went to almost probably 140-plus races this past season. So I have a feeling one or two people may be asking us about that really neat table we got on our RV. Thank you. Well, that, that'll, be, that'll be great. I appreciate it. Dave, I, I tell you, and Mark, Kyle, one of the things that impressed me was when you put the, the gas grill up on top of that, and it was stable. And then right. you had your TV mounted over to the side. You done took down the umbrella for the nighttime, but uh, Steve, you, yep. your uh, response, I mean, you had you was in an ideal spot. You were talking to people. Once you got that ball game on tailgate, and you was a busy guy, wasn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I, I almost had to ignore people where I could watch the ball game because I was wanting to see what was going on. So, uh, Mark, that's one thing I, I, I kind of, after it had quietened down and you was getting ready to go, I, I mentioned to you, you know, actually, we couldn't say goodbye because you was working on a sale that you actually sold the product to, to the, to the gentleman. But, you know... How many people passed by there that didn't get the information they wanted? And with that QR, that quick response code, that's going to be a game changer for you. And it's going to be a game changer for us also, Steve. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I'm excited about that. I, I'm glad I'm, I met you and mm-hmm. you, you told me about that. It took me a while to figure it out, but I got it, though. Well, it's uh, – I've – I've been on YouTube a couple of times today already. My son and I, we've worked, talked about it, so I think I've got it figured out, too. I just a couple <laughs> little things. And I've already got my social media ones uh, already. It's just the one that is the main player. But, Steve, man, right. I appreciate it. Hope you enjoy tonight, and uh, looking forward to seeing you again. All right. Thanks, Rowdy. Y'all have a good yes, night. Yes, sir. We got Kate. We got Thank Kate you. coming on at uh, seven thirty. Okay, good deal. It's All right, good. Okay, Thank you. Thanks, Steve. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye, bye. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, on tire tailgating systems. That was the gentleman responsible. Our, one of the guys responsible first, having Caden there. Our first sponsor, Rowdy. I, you and I talked about it earlier, Kyle. Rowdy, I don't. I don't think we ever had a sponsor on before, so uh, that was really cool. I enjoyed that. Well, Rich Bickle didn't get the finish that he wanted, but, man, he was there. Hmm. 
they struggled all weekend. They struggled from the the, the first time on the track. In fact, I think it got worse after the first time on the track. There's something about uh, Five Flag Speedway. It's the everything could be the exact identical way Sunday as it was Thursday when you're out on practice, but the car does something completely different. And uh, one of us needs to ask that on uh, of Kai or Caden. Uh, when we have him in a few minutes. Yeah, because yeah. if anybody's going to be able to tell us about that, it's going to be Kane. Well, uh, he, he races oh. he races at Five Flags quite a bit, guys. I mean, off and on during the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not only does he run the, the asphalt, uh, he's a big dirt racer, too. And I'm telling you, uh, it doesn't seem to hurt a guy named Kyle Larson very much when he goes out and runs the dirt, does it, Mr. Uh, Statman? Our own Kyle. No, the dirt never hurts, and I think it actually makes them better when I do run the dirt. They're, they're, if if they can transfer that touch from dirt to the pavement in a bigger and heavier vehicle, uh, that that is the key in a bigger and more powerful vehicle and uh, completely different than the dirt itself. But you know what? A loose race car is a fast race car, so we've been told and nobody handles a loose car better than a guy on dirt. So, hey, there's the magic, right? I I think there's an advantage to running dirt for uh, asphalt drivers myself, especially when it, when the track's hot and slick. Well, you know what? Even our uh, our good friends up there in Minnesota. Uh, The God Sage, they spent a lot of time on dirt at one time or another. And Pop, their father, did uh, quite a bit of dirt racing at one time, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going off memory here. Sorry, I don't have the notes, guys. But uh, but they admitted that's helped them through their uh, rise through the, the ranks. So, hey, guys, uh, we don't uh, get a chance. Happy holidays to you all, and hope you're enjoying the show. And, uh, you know what, Roddy? They had to pay for you on uh, – uh, Racing America and watch the uh, pretty much I think everything that was uh, broadcast last week from my flag. So I hope they got to enjoy it. Maybe they even got a glimpse of you and I running around. Who knows? Well, we were everywhere. <laughs> I, I like, like to know. I like to know how many miles I put in. Yeah, I like to know how many miles I put. Well, I, I can know. I know. All I got to do is go on my <laughs> smartphone. It'll tell me. But, yeah, I walked a lot of miles, guys. (laughs) It was that round-trip flight between uh, Pensacola and Chicago and then from Chicago back to Pensacola. Uh, I had uh, some choice words about uh, what I was doing that day, but it had to be done, and I'm glad I did it. Uh, Yeah, it was a little crazy, but um, most of my family, uh, most of the talents inside of it understood, so... Makes you wonder, doesn't it, guys? <laughs> yep. Love them all. Yep. Love love those Wisconsinites. Uh, it's, it's running a little bit through my blood, so you can't help yourself. Oh, wait on Mr. Honeycutt, and hopefully uh, we'll hear from him shortly, Rowdy. And thank you so much for getting a hold of him and setting that up. 
And then uh, while we got a minute or so, Kyle, uh, what else do you have to talk about the Dirt and PA? Uh, not a whole lot. I know the PRI show's coming up. Uh, be there tomorrow. Right around the corner. We'll be there tomorrow as our representative for Rowdy Race, Rowdy Maglite Racing Media. Going to see a lot of our friends in the industry tomorrow, Kyle. Uh, be nice. We got to get you there too. One of these years, just so we can show you off and uh, network you with all our friends that we've had in the business. That includes an international end. Um, we've had some contacts from our friends over in Europe uh, seeking some information. We're going to leave it at that. And Rowdy and I are trying to get that information for them and uh, hope that it will help out. And, uh, possibly getting an ARCA ride in ARCA Tusk. So uh, good luck with that, guys, uh, Rowdy, uh, myself, and uh, Kyle. Whatever assistance you can give, we'll also be appreciated as we uh, try to get some things done with that. So we, we've been international for a while, but this is truly making us international now, Kyle. I think that's pretty cool. What do you think? Hey, listen, guys. I, that's well, uh, we got it, 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 It's going to happen. The Europe, we're going to have a little bit of European flavor to the race <laughs> game in the Arca, perhaps. I, I think there's a lot rolling on it, but it's. Uh, go, I think it may be playing out this weekend, Kyle, at the PRI show, just like you mentioned. Uh, Mark's going to be there tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to miss you, Rowdy. I'm going to miss you, Kyle. Um, really, between the, uh, the the Snowball Derby, which is probably one of our biggest networking weekends because everybody's racing in the racing business is there, uh, even if they're not participating. It just makes a great place to meet, talk, and we did a lot of that this past few days. Plus, Rowdy being up in Nashville and, and uh, with our NASCAR associates and friends, uh, it, it was busy, busy time. But now the PRI show, uh, no racing going on, so everybody's chatting away, and uh, that's probably what's going to happen tomorrow. And Rowdy keeps making a bigger and bigger list of people I need to see tomorrow, and I hope I get it all in, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, uh, I, I didn't know if Fast Tracks, they're going to be there. But listen, guys, while we're waiting on Caden to call, Let's uh a few minutes of Ryan Blaney. How about that, Kyle? Sure. Yeah, why not? Mark the big rig outside, out front? No, no big rig. <laughs> no big <laughs> rig. <laughs> Your thoughts just being here uh Champions Week and uh yeah, no, it's good to be here. Um, you know, especially not having this deal last year. Uh, it's nice to be back. It was fun doing the burnouts again on Broadway. Uh, a lot of people showed up to it. it seemed like everyone had a good time. So, um, really good. Obviously, we'd like to be standing on the stage and, or sitting up on the stage, you know, champion. But uh, looking forward to next year. Hopefully, we can make that happen. But, yeah, nice to be back in Nashville, and um, hopefully everyone has a good time. Yeah, so we came up with that about 10 minutes before we went out there. And we're like, well, we're 6th, 7th, 8th in points. Let's, you know, we're all going out right in a row. Let's do something different. Let's do something unique. And uh, we planned that, and I didn't know if it was going to work or not. I, honestly, I'm surprised it did work because when we were 
you know, driver engineering it. You know, we're not the smartest people in the world. That we didn't know if it was going to work out. And I thought me and Brad were going to end up dooring, and but can't believe we stayed together. And um, so yeah, I backed out. It got really smoky. I couldn't see nothing. So like, all right, I'll you know take it slow and pull off. So I pull off and get out of the car and start walking the stage and. Brad and Joey are still doing burnouts. <laughs> I left early, I guess. I, uh, so I didn't know they were going to keep going. I thought we were done, uh, but I'd let them have their moment. I, uh, I'd rather go watch it than, than be a part of it. So Multiple wins this year. Did this feel like a breakout year in some ways for you? Yeah, I thought it was a, a, a good year for us. Um, you know, we had, had three wins, like you said, and, and executed really well. And um, honestly, I thought we kind of, could have won two or three more, uh, just, just didn't happen. But um, it, yeah, I, I definitely thought it was a, a probably the strongest year we've had, um, or I've personally had. You know, from just a you know win perspective, um, the shame the way it ended. Um, I thought we had a good shot of making it to Phoenix, and and just that's the way racing goes. But uh, yeah, a, a really good year, and, and excited. You know, kind of bittersweet. You know, you ended with a really good year in Todd's last year, and now we have to reset and do it all over again. And uh, you know, but Jonathan and I have, have been working really well together to test, and, and hopefully we can have an even better season uh, 2022. Brian, we're in the midst of a major overhaul to both the schedule and the cars. So five or ten years down the road, what do you say is the outlook of NASCAR's future? Oh, I have no idea. Come ask me that about six years down the road. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I would love to tell you. Um, you know, hopefully it's 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 good, right? I mean, it's you look at everything it's positive you know we have all these brand new cars and and new teams starting up and and existing teams adding you know additional cars um you know we're going to new areas around the country new racetracks and venues i think it's really good um so it it seems to be you know like the progress of the sport is is great you know and and i you know i've been part of the cup series for five years now so i i couldn't tell you what it was like 20 years ago but um, I, I've been really enjoying, you know, our talks with NASCAR and kind of what they've been doing and what their direction they want to go. So um, all we got to do is make sure we can put on good shows, you know, and, and we got to take care of our side and um, NASCAR take care of theirs. But uh, I think it's really positive right now. point you know i mean ford's done a great job of of you know having a good feeder system to have drivers get up to the cup series and work their way up the ranks and and all three of those guys you know that are going to be going for rookie of the year next year they've all done a great job um you know austin and, and todd have been with the ford deal for a few years now and, and harrison's coming you know from toyota but um the ford has just always wanted you know a, a good healthy kind of batch of drivers and no matter what series it is, you know, it, sports cars, NASCAR, whatever. So um, they they do a good job of, of giving a lot of kids, you know, great opportunities. I was one of them, and I'll always be thankful for that, and, and they've done it to a lot of other people too. So um, they, they really mean it when they say, you know, it's the Ford family. They definitely treat you like family. And um, so I'm, I'm excited to work with, you know, Harrison and Austin next year on the cup side, and it's, it's even better that they're driving Fords. It's good. How much of a radical departure is this? Gen 7 car from what you guys have been tooling around in? Yeah, it's, it's a huge difference. Um, 
massive difference, I think. Uh, you know, we've been able to test it here a, a couple times, and um, it's not only different from, you know, our perspective driving it, but for all the mechanics working on it. I mean, it's completely different. They're they're going, you know, it's day one at school for them too. So uh, that, that's been really critical to kind of get them reps on, uh, you know, kind of messing around under the car and getting things ready and prepping and fixing stuff. So it's going to be a complete big change. And with the lack of practice we have next year, it's going to be pretty wild to uh, see what we come up with as far as how it goes. So um, find out. Can you see a scenario where one driver or one team hits on this and maybe for the first, I don't know, half dozen races, they're just beating everybody into submission? Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, you know, I, I feel like you always have that, you know, when you have a brand new product, you know, you have kind of one group that can separate themselves pretty quickly. Um, so it wouldn't shock me if one team, you know, was dominant for the first month or two. You know, just someone figures it out before people and and – and granted, there's not a lot of parts and pieces. There's no parts and pieces that we can manufacture as a team anymore. So that it kind of cuts that creativity side out. Um, so I don't know. Maybe a team doesn't doesn't be able to show that stuff. It's just kind of hard to tell. But it wouldn't shock me if that does happen. I, I could see that. Hopefully, it's it's our team if that does happen. Last year, you got the one in Atlanta, I believe it, the first one. We're going to Atlanta with a new track, completely new configuration. Have you yeah. thought about that your home track? No, no. I I hate they repaved it, but it is what it is. We'll run around it like Daytona, I guess, now and, and see what it is. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Anyway, how, how will that affect the, the racing with it being new banks and completely new banks? Uh, I mean, we'll be single file, wide open, uh, probably around the bottom. Just like a normal repave, uh, so and adding banking, you know that definitely uh, it's, uh, it was already a banked enough, but uh, and narrowing the groove. So I don't know. It's hard to kind of tell. Hopefully, you know it, it puts on a good show, but it probably take it a few years to kind of get worn in to where we can move around again. But uh, know when we get there. So how's the uh, bonding going? It's going well. Yeah, me and Jonathan, um, you know, really good guy. It's it's been nice to have a couple tests with him. Um, we have a couple more tests in the off season, I think before we kind of get rolling but no he's great I think he did a said it before he did a great job at the Wood Brothers and, and um, Eddie and Len Wood tell me all the time they loved him absolutely loved him so um, and uh, so that's nice that they had you know that feeling about him too but I, I've known him for a long time he's been a Penske forever so um, I'm looking forward to kind of getting getting rolling with him he's pretty easy going like you know my all right, guys. Hey, we're going to bring on our next guest. I hope Kyle calls back in, guys. I, I just lost him. I don't know what, if he, if I hung him up or not. But listen, our fir- uh, first driver for tonight is Caden Honeycutt. And Caden was racing in the uh, 54th annual Snowball Derby. And welcome to the show, Caden. Hey, guys. I'm doing great. How about you guys? Man, doing good, Caden. Uh, listen, that Friday night at, at qualifying, that's pretty intense right there, isn't it, Caden? Yeah, it is. What's it, it like, every what's year. it like sitting in that, Caden, what's it like sitting in that car waiting on your turn to, for that green paddle to turn around and say go? Well, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I wouldn't say too much of nerve wracking. I've done it for a couple of times now, so. I've had the uh, experience of doing it a couple of times, and 
Um, you know, I'm just ready and anxious to get going, ready to uh, for them to drop the drop the green. And when it was my turn, I was ready to rock. So uh, hopefully we keep up the same streak of coming back up next year and um, not have me not having to mess up qualifying at all. So far, we've been good at that. So hopefully I just stay like that the rest of the time on there. Well, Caden, you was fighting against 50 other super late models. That was a pretty stout field you was competing with. How, how do you feel about the drivers you was racing against? No, you know, it was another great year. Uh, we had a uh, a really great uh, set of field of drivers this time, uh, just like last year. Last year was a – I'd still say last year was the hardest um, super late model field that we've had in Snowball Derby. This year we had a couple not show up. I feel like that kind of degraded it a little bit. But, um, yeah, we had a fantastic group of field this year, and um, hopefully it will be better next year. I saw a lot of pro late models, so that was um, great to see. And the uh, snowflake, so hopefully uh, the late model class creeps growing every year. So I'd, I'd like to see that, and hopefully the super, Supers get a little more, more cars next year, which I think they will. Caden, you uh, – You've been to that track, raced at that track. Uh, what did you think about the repavement in that little section in the front? How did that affect you on handling? Uh, well, it didn't really do much at all. Uh, all I did was basically take a straightaway off your tires. I would say that was the best way to describe it on tire wear. But, yeah, the tire, the tire didn't really do much of anything else different. It stayed pretty much the same on tire wear and everything like that. Uh, so yeah, the repave was nice, but you know, it was just, uh, it was just, uh, it, there was nothing much else set up wise to change to it. So that was a, that was a good thing. Did you actually see the wreck, the truck wreck with, uh, Hunter Johnson? Did you, was you there Thursday night? Yeah, I was, I was. And, uh, I hate that that happened to him. Um, you know, he is a really good friend of mine. I've talked to Hunter on a daily uh, so I, I was really hating to see that. Um, that stuff can't be tolerated like that in racing anymore, especially at that situation. That was a horrible, horrible time to wreck somebody intentionally, and that was a horrible time to, to do that, especially to hurt not only him, but John Hyle and some of the other guys that were involved. It was it was a very scary crash, and it was definitely not needed, and hopefully something's done about that. And I think Ricky already took care of that, so that's a good thing. But, yeah, I, I was really scared at that point. Um, I just wanted to know if he was all right, alive, and moving. And as soon as I saw him, uh, I was a quarter mile on the stretcher, and I saw he was moving, I knew he was all right. Uh, I did talk to him when I was uh, at the at the racetrack the next day. He was actually walking, moving around. He just has his T3 vertebrates messed up a little bit, he, but he's fine. Um, but the race car is not, so that's mostly all he's worried about getting back and going again. So uh, yeah, it was. I, I saw that it was pretty bad, and hopefully nothing like that ever happens again at any any racetrack. Hi, Cage. You got Shy Town Mark, and thank you for uh, uh, sharing with us about your your thoughts on what happened in the truck race. Uh, it, it was a could uh, never happen. You're right, and I don't think they should. Uh, no. Tepper's got the best of everybody, but uh, you can't let it happen uh, on the racetrack like that. So costs too much darn money now, guys, doesn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, it, it was not a great thing to show for, that's for sure. But um, I think Tim and Ricky are, already took care of that, so that's a that's a, a good thing. So 
yeah, that's very, very scary. Well, now I, I really well, think, well, honestly, and the yeah. only thing <laughs> that you can take away from that is that, uh, you know, what that car is going to go to R&D. Uh, and it's going to get looked right. at, and I think they're going to get to some more safety technicalities to it, and I think that's going to be a good thing that's going to come out of this, uh, seeing that there was not near enough roll bars in the, in the roof and the center section, and I think that's going to be taking place next year for the trucks. Um, so that's that's a good thing for them to be able to have that diagnosis. Well, uh, a few things have affected that the since the trucks have evolved, they've gotten quicker and quicker for the past few years, haven't they? So, uh, you know, that's probably bound to happen in um, any form of racing. We have an accident like that. And, Kane, you're absolutely right. The one thing, if anything, that comes out of it good uh, is we do get a safer roll bar, we get a safer side cage, we get protection, whatever the case may be. But I have one question to ask you. You have identical conditions on Sunday for the 300. You got the same identical conditions Thursday afternoon in practice. The car doesn't handle the same, does it? No, it, you know it's it's weird. You just every time, every race that we go there, it's always different every single day. So you just got to be on top of it. People that usually get caught left behind are the ones that are going to be behind. And uh, it, yeah, it is a very, very technical racetrack of of change, technical racetrack of weather, track state. Uh, so you just got to be on top of it the entire weekend. It changes constantly. So, um, but yeah, that that's definitely a, a thing that Top Flex is notorious for. It's really strange, folks, because, uh, and Caden, you'll back this up like you just said. We'll be, uh, we'll have track monitored on. We'll be checking all the, you know, practice times, and you're scratching your head and you go, why are they in the 40s right now? And, you know, if they were in the top five to practice before. And uh, it is least, I think it's probably one of the strangest tracks uh, condition-wise uh, that, that you guys race on. What do you say? Uh, yeah. We just, you know, it's it's a lot different each day. And, uh, you know, that's not a bad thing for Five Flags. I think that's kind of a, a – uh, a, a unique type of type of racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually shakes things up for everybody. So that's a. I think that's kind of nice, um, especially for somebody that might be off for one day, and all of a sudden they hit on it, and then uh, and then the next day they're off of it again. So there's just a lot of things <laughs> that go into it, a lot of different concepts. But but yeah, uh, I, the loss for my for that racetrack will never go away. So no matter what the finish is like or how it, how the race went on. Well, that's, those are big words coming from you uh, because you'll run anything from dirt to asphalt, modified, plate models, you name it, trucks. Give them a chance to race, and this young man will, and uh, usually you race pretty well. So, Kate, I think Rowdy has a couple things he'd like to ask you. We're sorry Kyle couldn't get back with us. Something must have happened, and uh, have a nice off season, my friend. Uh, we'll hope to see you uh, throughout the 2022 year. And, uh, Hope to have you on the show again as a winner. We'll have you on one way or another, but hope it's as a winner. Yeah, hopefully so. I really look forward to that. Okay. Thanks, Thank you, Mark. Hey, Rowdy, what you got for him? Hey, uh, Caden, let's talk about, uh, you know, we had Steve on, your sponsor. You know, uh, we was, I was actually talking to Steve 
and you walked up and you're like, "Hey, Rowdy!" It kind of it kind of floored him that we knew each other, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> so, well, uh, Rowdy, you got a heck of a compliment after uh, meeting Steve too, and I think maybe you might need to share that with with Caden after you just what you guys just said. Uh, he thought yeah. Rowdy was quite the star, Caden. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, oh, and, yeah. and I really oh, didn't yeah. have I didn't I, I really didn't have a whole lot of time to talk to him on the rest of the evening because I was trying to get back into the infield and watch soap like. Right. Yeah. But, uh, Caden, uh, what's your plans for 2022? What you got? In, I know you've got something worked out. And yeah, we're uh, we're working on it as of right now. We'll have something in place uh, for sure, but within the next two or three weeks. Uh, way before February, so we'll have something uh, out there and be ready to ready, ready to rock, and hopefully everybody uh, likes that. Um, so yeah, we just said, in very few words, um, we're really excited for this new opportunity. It's going to be a great thing for not only for my family but also for myself as a life standpoint. I think it will be a great opportunity, and uh, I think we're gonna everybody's going to like it very much. So we're we're going to be ready to roll here pretty soon, and it's going to be out there uh, for everybody to see. Well, hey. Caden, let's talk about people that help you go round and round. I know you you got to give some thanks to some folks that helped you get where you're at today. Well, first and foremost, my mom and dad, uh, my whole entire family. I appreciate their support. They uh done more than you know the world to me i appreciate them a lot you know no idea what we do for to be able to go and race um i appreciate steve on tire tailgate system um friends of jacqueline thought rock carriers uh sotex motorsports race space brand development um all of our sponsors um yeah that helped us the entire year this year and uh, the car tour with justin johnson um we had a phenomenal year this year just came up a little bit short uh, but yeah, I just I appreciate everybody that's been a part of my career so far, and hopefully we'll do some more great things next year. Caden, where can they follow you to keep up with you next year? Oh, you can follow me on on our Facebook page at Caden Hunticutt Racing. Also, our website CadenHunticuttRacing dot com. We uh, have our updates on what's going on, pretty much on a, on a daily. Uh, Instagram is Caden uh, Hunticutt Ten. Uh, Twitter is at Caden Honeycutt 10 as well, and that's uh, the platforms that I have going on for me right now. Caden Honeycutt, folks, uh, Snowball Derby. It was uh, looking forward to seeing you there again next year. Caden, thanks a lot for being part of the show tonight. Absolutely. Thank you, Rowdy. Y'all have a great evening. You, Merry thanks, Christmas. Good awesome. holiday. Caden. Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy New Year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Merry Christmas. At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road that I realize I'm at the wrong track. Thanks, Rowdy. <laughs> you, you know, every time you play that, it puts a smile on my face, and I get a little giggle. Thank you, buddy. 
<laughs> Man, I, I hate Kyle. He just, Kyle dropped off just as Caden called in. Uh, I'm thinking he's he ran out of juice on his phone. That's happened. Uh, he probably, couldn't get on the hard line is. at home. And uh, could have been any number of things. But, uh, yes, yeah, uh, uh, Kyle would have had some great stuff for, for Caden, too. And, boy, what a great interview, Rowdy. Uh, just bang. He was ready. He, he had sharp. Informative answers of uh, everything he you asked him. It was yeah. He, he gave us what we wanted to hear and then some. And uh, really, really looking forward to spending time with him next year. I have a feeling we may be seeing him more at uh, the Arca races, possibly. What's I'm not for? sure. He he says that he's got some stuff working. So. Uh, you know what? It could be anything from something going on on the uh, short track end and the super late models and pro late models. Uh, he also races dirt modified, dirt late models too, guys. So, uh, but I have a feeling he he, he may be taking that step uh, sponsorship wise. He may have been able to put together enough of a package to be able to pull something like that off, and I sure hope so. I would like to see him get his chance at Daytona. Just like a few of these other young drivers we've seen through the years, Rowdy. Uh, too many yep. to, to name. But one of those young drivers we used to watch isn't so young anymore, but Rowdy, neither are you and I. Uh, he signed a new deal today with the, with another good buddy of ours on the, uh, the NASCAR side. Car owner and driver. Uh, BJ McLeod decided he needed a Florida guy to take care of him. Uh, those two Florida buddies are, are going to be together now with Josh. Yeah, I've seen that. We got. I got to get Megan. We may have him on get, Monday night. I just mm-hmm, see how that goes. Uh, we need BJ and we need uh, Josh, and uh, I'm so happy Josh going to a team like that. I, I think he's going to make BJ's team better. And you know what? This season progressed uh, in the Xfinity Series. They got a little bit, ran a little bit better and better throughout the year, also. So uh, I don't think this is a lateral move. I think he's actually moving up a little bit, uh, Rowdy. Yeah, I, I, I do too. BJ's got good things going on over there. And, I mean, he's uh, uh, yeah, really I, got some good I things think going on. It's a nice package for both of them, I believe. And uh, you know what? They're, they're friends, and they've known each other for quite a few years. So I think, yeah, uh, it's probably about time for the two of them uh, to get together like that. But well, Mark, right. I'd so ask, ask at this time, I'd ask uh, Kyle what you got to close it out before I give my <laughs> last, last feel. But uh, you got stuck just with me. Uh, folks, we got one more show to go this year. Uh, Rowdy, uh Kyle and I are going to do some hand-picked tape shows for the holiday season, and uh, we'll pick up with y'all early in January of 2022. So check us out Monday as uh, we do a year-end review, and you never know who will be joining us on Monday evening. Rowdy, Kyle, or I'll find somebody to come on and uh, talk racing with us. So, But until then, Rowdy, uh, wow, let that light shine bright. Bright, bright, bright. Thank you, uh, 
Go to Guntersville, Tennessee, and check out the area. Uh, Guntersville, uh, Alabama, spectacular. Mark. Alabama, Alabama. On the Tennessee River. It's on the Tennessee not. River. And uh, spectacular. I, it, it, I, I'm, I'm starstruck. I don't know what to say after thinking about it. Uh, I just want to thank you for letting me uh, share that with you, Rowdy. Uh, it, it was a nice uh, couple of days for us to unwind after what we went through the previous week. I appreciate it, and I'm looking forward to getting back. All right, light shining bright. We'll see you Monday night. See ya. All right, guys. So uh, Mark did get to testify and get experience some real quiet solitude after all the noise that we had, and we had a great time. But until Monday night, guys, hey, we're going to back up and do this all over again, and we got some really good interviews that we're going to be playing. Again, thanks, Rowdy, for uh, not only the uh, the nice couple days on the on the river, but uh, letting us do this show. I appreciate it. It gives us a way to get it out of our system. And thanks to Steve Tidmore and Caden Honeycutt for being part of the night. That was the sponsor yeah. and the and the driver. So I, I think it might have been our first time for us, but we'll figure that one out later, Kyle. As always, what you do for us is uh, you make us better, and we like that younger perspective you give us. All right, Roddy, we'll talk Monday night. We'll do this all over again, just like you said. You're Y'all enjoy the, right, enjoy the PRI show. Okay, send me that list of names again, my friend, and we'll try to get them all covered. Thanks, Roddy.